Welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com, where the discovery of self has put a show away. With a thousand plus archive shows and new shows coming to you every Tuesday, we bring you illuminating people from around the globe. Visit our store for their services and books and enjoy the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Matters. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is David Snape. He's from my old neck of the woods, Lincolnshire in the UK. He's very special because he's a, a DJ, an autistic DJ. He's, uh, I first came across him just before Christmas when he had posted this um, Top 40 music and I was busy working on the computer and I listened for, I think, two and a half hours of his Top 40. And he kind of reminded me of the old days where they made comments between songs and what he's bringing next and why. And I loved it. And, you know, next thing I know, I've got all this work done, been listening to great music and great commentary, and I thought... I have to interview this guy, especially when I found out that he actually has autism. And I love it when people who have challenges, they decide not to let it get in the way of their lives and go and do what they love. And he certainly loves being a DJ. He's a postie by day, which means a postman. And then by evening, he is a DJ. He interviews people. He blogs proficiently and he puts together some really great music, which we will be featuring here on selfdiscoveryradio.com. So David is a delightful person. Uh, he's 26 years old. He loves helping other people through his radio show, through his blogs. He loves asking questions and bringing awareness to people, making people talk about things because we always find solutions when we decide to have a an, an, uh, conversation. Um, he's currently in the process of writing his autism story using his own experience. He says, I would sum myself up as uh, simple as I can. I'm just an ordinary 26-year-old man who loves his gaming, sport, work, friends and family, who wants to try his best every day and doesn't want to let people down. So this is a wonderful attitude in life that I think everybody could listen to. So let's, let's take David's journey. Let's find out how he became a DJ. Um, you know, is autism in his way? Does it does it stop him from doing things? Because f from the evidence of what I'm seeing, it's not. And let's just see what those challenges are that he's had the ability to overcome. Welcome to the show, David. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Alonso. A fantastic introduction, by the way. <laughs> that was that was stunning. Thank you. Now, David interviewed me a little while ago. He has a slightly different technique. He plays music um, for his uh, time period, and then inserts the art uh, the interview in there and it was wonderful to be interviewed by you you asked wonderful questions um and that was really really good and it was nice that it was kind of set you know in your musicals uh, show music is that your your healing is that your sa sanctuary is that your sanity yeah yeah i would say so i think music in general is probably one of life's most powerfullest tools they 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 can ever experience um and there's so many different emotions that um that, that come that come across it um certain songs that will make you happy or serious some they'll they'll make you just feel a bit a bit sad a bit teary or some with you know gives you goosebumps you keep looking over to your arm just to see the hair just standing in standing on the back uh, this ray this rays and as high as they can be and and yet i do love so many different genres of music uh, 
and and for, and, for, and for me, one of the pleasures in life is is when you is when you're having a having an okay day, not the best of days, and just this one song you hear just lifts your spirits mm-hmm. up in in an instant. I mean, I, it is a wonderful, wonderful pleasure to experience. It also is a wonderful way to express yourself, isn't it? Sometimes we can't find the words, but we can find the song that can express how we feel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that that's it. That's what reminds me. I need to need to do need to actually do a, fir- a first dance with my ge- with my girlfriend. But uh, but <laughs> but any but anyway, well, but uh, but anyway, I will probably figure that figure that one out. Um, um well, soon enough. And and I think and I think actually both of us have have a great have a great taste of variety of well of music as a as a whole. Um, just going through Isabel's Isabel's playlist and this and and this listening to songs that uh, that you probably haven't heard in ages or you haven't actually got on, on your on your playlist. So kind of like kind of like a good um, mixture, if you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of opens uh, things up, doesn't it? You know, like you're listening to something and you go, oh, you've got to hear this. And, you know, then there's a conversation about it. So music, I think, could be a very good friend if you're lonely, but it's also a great way to kind of start a conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's, um, well, if it's background music and... um, Especially in the, especially the last, um, the last, the last few years when um, I can't, I kind of, I kind of like, um, well, doing a bit of, um, well, redemption in, in, well, well, in myself, just, just getting into this, um, into this positive light, um, and um, music has definitely helped me align that. Mm-hmm. You um, was diagnosed with autism right from a child. Yeah, I think I must have been. I must have been about three or four. Um, mom, mom, I remember mum actually. I think she had like a like a video camcorder. Um, I can't remember the last time she showed me this footage. Must have been years ago, and it was it was basically trying to fit. Um, 3D 3D shapes into into blocks. Mm-hmm. So I think so. Yeah, I think there's a cube, a pyramid, or maybe a sphere or something like that. And uh, and and, be, uh, and, be, and because my brain wasn't as active, it wasn't as functioning as the rest. I probably could see myself just fit it, just picking up a, a shape and just trying to fit in 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 any one I could. Uh, and so, is she diagnosed you, or you were diagnosed by? Um... Oh, um, well, I was. Uh, I think I was officially diagnosed from a few. Well, from um, maybe three, maybe ace three, maybe ace four, something, so, so, something like that. Uh, I think it was. I, I think it. I think it was the first. I became the first person with autism diagnosed in my family. I think. Mm-hmm. And you know, did you um, you know a lot of a lot of people are advised to um, give their children up and put them into institutions. This is how it used to be. Um, was your mum encouraged to do that, or you know, was it no? He's you know, he's my son. I'm going to raise him. Definitely, definitely the latter of the two. Um, when 
well, when I've been when I've been writing the book, um, just going through um, some of the experiences, um, um, I my, my mum used mum used to tell me that um, from that few years of age that um, that I used that I used to be quite violent, mm-hmm. like uh, well like well well like you know throwing tantrums. Uh, punching and kicking and all of that, uh, and um, and uh, um, and I remember my mum saying to me that um, that I can't well well that I couldn't help it at the time, but um, whenever whenever I hear the story that um, that comes along, I still I actually still feel quite bad uh, of uh, of of what of what happened, even even though I I had no sense. Or no control over it at that time, right? So, you know, it's just part of what the autism was. Um, you know, a lot of it is frustration, isn't it? Not being able to kind of connect or communicate. And so you lash out. Um, mm. And then that happens with any form of, of mental disability, as they call it, a mental disorder. Um, it's a more of a frustration of not being able to communicate, um, you know, to get your message across or understand what's being asked of you. And so a child will act out. Um, so it's it's a, a normal thing, I think, for any child. But a child that's facing a little more obstacles, it you know, kind of probably the lashing out is maybe a little bit more enthusiastic. Okay, I mean, I mean, that's I mean, that's quite a good point on that. I do I do remember um, um, while well, well growing up that um, I that I used to be alone in the playground. Um, I always had a um, a learning support assistant um, called called Mrs. Palmer, um, but we but we call her Joy now. Um, um, still still great still great friends. We um, well we try and meet up um, um, what one once a year for a castle, and um, she's probably one of the well one of the main reasons of 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 you know help helping me through. Um, through the primary school um, um, period, and this, and just try, just try and focus on um, on different techniques. It, if well, it, well, it, well, if you like to help me improve, um, um, we used to um, do do something called um, a turn exercise. So, um, so for itself, so for example, you can, well, well, move your turn around just. Try and reset it to the to the top of your nose as you can and back down, and now kind of what they, what they were trying to do was to try and to help when actually reading out loud, especially um, with um, with the cases like um, chocolate Charlie and all that, because mm-hmm. because I, I think now that was one of the kind of traits that um, I used that I used to struggle with at the time. I mean, you know, I have a part, a light case of dyslexia. So, you know, especially in my writing, you know, words could be put in the wrong order. And and um, I am better now, but when I was younger, you know, my, my um, speech could be, you know, put in the wrong order as well. Um, back then, nobody really kind of knew what I had. It was just I was considered slow. And uh, if you're considered slow, you were considered left behind. Um, you know, I think today there are there is a lot more awareness and there is a lot more in place to help people who are kind of facing a different way of learning 
um, and uh, you know looking at um, teaching them in a way that you know you can manage and be fruitful um, you know you're the third person that I've interviewed with autism that is uh, living a very productive life the other two are authors you're about to be an author um, they either are in college or have gone through college um, once become a graphic artist and I think it's changing the way the world looks at autism because yes you have your challenges and yes you don't do things maybe the same way as everybody else but you're out there and you've carved a very good life for yourself and you've found a way to express yourself uh, you know for you through your DJing and through your blogging so and I think it's wonderful because you haven't let it get in your way you haven't let it stop you from living life but thank you so so much for that and uh, and, and and yeah, that was one of the one of the things that that I, that I really wanted to try and try and do over the over the few years was to um, well 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 from start from starting the blog um, where I used to where I used to do posts you know open up my feelings and all that um, um, and then also do like um, do also like topical stuff before. I actually entered, um, well, started to do the radio show, and to actually let other other bloggers actually get their songs to you, um, to you know, put their put their posts out um, uh, to to all over the world, just just so that they can get get some boost as well from well well to uh, well for their traffic and their new fans. Uh, Come, come, coming along as well, and um, it's it's certainly saying all all that. Um, um, I mean, I do get um, I do get emails every week about guest posts and possible interviews or or people that want to you, you know put their well what their sons on my radio radio show, and I feel I feel quite blessed. Uh, in well, or in in all for 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 all of for all of this, and um, and I don't want to say it's a thing at the moment. It's uh, I think I think for me, it's just it's just about spot on. I think you know you're following. You're you're very much a leader because you look at your blogs. They're always um, kind of an invitation in there. You're always inviting people to respond, or and you're always putting things out every day of what do you think of this? You know, what's your comment on that? And would you like to do this? Um, so you're you're very much an invitational person. You invite people to interact, um, which is a gift in itself because you know I know quote some perfectly normal people, um, and their interactive skills and their invitational skills are zero. And yet they're meant to be highly functioning, brilliant people. Um, so, you know, I think that as human nature, we kind of want to uh, put labels on people. And we want to, you know, say this person because they're this and this person because they're that can't do things. And I think what we have to look at is that anything and everything is possible. That no matter what your obstacle is, it really does come down to your character and how you love life yeah. and how you love interacting with people because you clearly love interacting with people 
Well, well, a lot, a lot, well, a lot more so than 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 in the past. That's for sure. And and yeah, I do agree with what you're saying. I I believe that um that that every single one of us in this world are 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 very, are very unique in our own right. And um, if if well if, well if people do um, struggle to you know well find their voice and and put well well and um, well you know get well get lonely and be and being depressed then then yeah then yeah starting it's 